said you were tired. What have you got to be tired about? My anxiety is finally catching up with me. Oh, really? I think, I'm not pretending, but like being calm for these nine months or eight and a half months has finally hit home. So, you, have you recovered from shingles? I'm recover. I'm fully recovered from shingles. Um, but I'm now very anxious about the impending birth of my uh, my sons. What are we now? A week away? No, four days. Oh my! Oh <laughs> my god! Oh my god! You're gonna give me shingles. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, before we dive into this, can we can we um can we can we go a bit left field and can we do some correspondence? I'd love um, you to, because actually we're not that important, really. Um, the you, the listeners, are the most important people out there, aren't they, Tom? Solid um, stuff from you, that. That is great for me. Um, and um. We got a message uh, from a guy. Actually, there's a guy that reached out to me on LinkedIn a while ago. His name's Matt, Matt Dorrington. And I forgot to, re- I replied to him and then I forgot to reply to him again. But then he, he sent me a message saying, hi, Josh, no problem at all. You must be incredibly busy with your second set of twins. My wife and I just had our identical twin boys, Finley and Elijah, at 35 weeks on the 10th of August. But it's all, it's been all hands on deck and very much feel in the trenches with you and Tom. The three, this is what, this, when he sent me this, this is what fucking gave me the fear again. The three hour feeding schedule with two is a killer. And I was like, oh my God, no. (laughs) Matt, thank you for bringing my anxiety back. I love the podcast, so please keep the episodes coming. Um, Huge news, congratulations. Matt Dorrington. Great name as well, Finley. Well played. Finley. Solid name. I'd love to know if you had any influence or sway on that, Thomas. Um, Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, How old did he say they were now? They So 35 weeks on the 10th of August. So what's that? 17th. Also, they're right in the mix. Yeah, so two and a half weeks old, probably. Wow. That's like... (laughs) That's just bringing everything back to See, them. like, there's there's so much stuff that I've forgotten that I feel like you're going to be in the same place. When the boys are born, you're going to be like, oh, my God, I completely forgot how this feels. Yeah, and what's really, like, is giving me fear and anxiety right now is with the girls, right? They were in the hospital for three weeks. So, NICU. But with the boys, like... There is a chance that they'll come. Well, more than a strong chance. And the, and the doctor said this to me the other week as well. She was like, "Just make sure everything's ready at home because these are going pretty much full term, thirty-eight weeks, right? So get ready because a lot of people think, oh yeah, you're going to be in hospital for a week or so, and you get caught off guard. So we are scrambling around. We um, and I want to come on to the we we comment in a second. <laughs> <laughs> We're sc- Robin and I, I'll use that, are scrambling around right now, just getting everything ready. Sterilizing bottles, um, the bassinets, the 
washing all the clothes before. Oh my gosh. Um, and this is mainly Robert, but like, um, yeah. My fear is just through the roof. Like my anxiety is just, I think, come crashing down on me again. I said to Robin yesterday, my mum arrived last Friday, so I'm just, we're just we're diving right in this. My mum arrived last Friday, and um, she's helping with the girls and all that kind of stuff. And we were doing yesterday. We put the girls down for a nap, and I, I, I just like looked at Robin. as like, I feel like my, 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 I feel like my chest is about to collapse. I said, I'm gonna have to go out and just go out for a walk or a run. And I just went. I just left. I just left. <laughs> like she was on the phone, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, the kids are asleep. I was like, I'm fucking out of here. And I just went for like a three mile run and it actually really helped. But like, I was just so anxious. I was like, what is going on here? It's becoming very uh, real, eh? It really has. Um, what, what a response, anyway, but what a response we've had, by the way, for Robin's episode. Uh, that was really fun. I really, really enjoyed that. I really I think, enjoyed it. I'm surprised you did. Do you know what? Like, I had somebody, another twin dad, um, and his, there's a farmer's market near us, and um, you know, it's American Gene. Um, he listens to the podcast with his wife, uh, or he made his wife listen to this episode, and he was. They were laughing about. They were like, "The baby mint is just so right." Like you know, he and um, but yeah, it's uh, we've had such a good response, and you. I think you were a great host, Tom. I think you did well to protect me a little bit there. Oh really? I thought you were going to say the opposite. I'm good. No, I'm glad then. I'm glad. No, you were all right. You were all right. I felt like um, I could have been harsh, more harsh. You could, but listen, you're a good friend. You're a good friend. Uh, enough about me. How are you? I'm all right. Okay. I've got so much to go through today. A lot. To, have you? A lot to a lot to dump on you. Oh right. Okay. Therapy. Therapy. Um, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. We've uh, fairly standard week. I was back playing this weekend, but the kids couldn't come. It was an away game. Um, um, kids kids didn't come. Uh, so it was actually fairly low-key because I played Saturday, stayed in Northampton Saturday night because we had a few drinks. Yeah. And then pretty much had su- till Sunday 2 o'clock mm-hmm. until I had to be back in the trenches. There you go. That's not bad at all, is it? So I've I've had a day and a day and a half. Look, I've had a game in between, but I've had a day and a half where I've pretty much I've been child free. Um, hungover with with kids is is it worth it, Josh? I I just do not know if it's worth it. I'll be honest with you. But I had a great time. There you go. I can tell you now. I'm going to answer that question right now. It's completely worth it. It's completely worth it. It's completely worth it. Yeah, I am. Robin and I were having this this conversation. Is she was like the first thing that she wants when pregnant uh when the boys come is a filthy absolutely filthy where are you going with this <laughs> not a shower, shower. <laughs> not a shower uh a filthy martini what's um, a filthy martini is that like a dirty martini but dirty. times two yeah dirty filthy martini wow uh, um, so just tons of olive juice the irish and that isn't it I just said to her, like, I just said, go and sit at a bar on your own. I said, listen, I'll, mama, me and my mum will look after the kids. You go and sit at a bar. And actually, her favourite favorite martini is a, a blue cheese stuffed olive martini. Listen, mate, I know, don't put your face. It's, it's What a, the hell is that? It's a real thing. It's a blue real cheese thing. and an olive in a drink? Yeah. Yeah. 
and that's a, one of her favourite martinis. She yep. definitely brushes off on you as well. What do you drink when she's ordering that? Pinastella. No. <laughs> blue blue WKD, mate. They all day long with a straw, please, sir. They do Alcapops in New York. Alcapops? Uh, not really. Smirnoff Ice, yeah. That's oh, Smirnoff Ice is a decent one. Yeah, it is a good one. That. Good, good for getting iced. Um, so, yeah, so that's what she wants. She wants a drink. And I don't blame her. Uh, but she was like, I don't want, she said she wants a drink, but she doesn't want the hangover. So maybe just go go for one on your own type thing. If you make your bed, Josh. Yeah, you got to, yeah, that's it, Tom. Um, she deserves one. She she definitely does deserve one. Um, so you've had a, why am I swinging around? Because um, you're anxious, Josh. I'm, mate, I'm so anxious. I need to stop drinking. It's, it's quarter past three and I'm drinking the biggest iced coffee. Mate, that is massive, mate. It's yeah, unnecessary. That's about, that's about my fourth one of the day as well. Oh, my head. Um, but I think um, we, Robin and I, I keep saying Robin and I, we had a... Just we say we. A, just say we. The reason why I say this is because we, we had a, a social media uh, post that went viral this week. And when I say went viral, we're currently like at four million views on this post. Holy smokes! <laughs> and it's the it's the post where I announced the pregnancy in front of all our friends at Ryan and Parker's first birthday. But when I announce it, I announce it in the sense of I've got news for you: we are pregnant. Right? <laughs> the the backlash. Mate, the backlash that I have had in the comments... You're getting heat. Oh, my God, is wild. Is wild. Is like, somebody should tell this guy he can't be pregnant. You know, <laughs> is not we. She's pregnant. Oh, Mate, my God. The, 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 the trolls in this comments are wild. So... Like- Give us a break, mate. We've got another set of twins coming. Just like, at least just, just throw me a bone, please. Throw me a bone. So what? So to anyone that's listening that has trolled me on the podcast, I know, I know I'm not pregnant. I honestly Fuck know. Fuck off. I'm yeah. That's what you want to say, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but fuck off. Seriously. Wait. Yeah. My, I'm not taking anything away from Robin here or anything like that, but fuck off. Um, so yeah, we've had a moment in the sun. We went viral with this post, and I've been absolutely mate. Some of the comments on it are just peppering me as well. Love that. Is Robin one of them? Yeah, she's the one that's instigating. <laughs> I think she just set. I think she just set up loads of different like Instagram accounts, and she's <laughs> bombarding me. Um, but yeah, there's honestly this. Yeah, this week is is all. I think I'm trying to spend. Not you know, I've, I'm I'm working today. I'm working tomorrow. And I'm going to start taking it easy uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and obviously the operations on Friday. We've got a scan tomorrow to do measurements. This is the last scan before Friday. Um, we're taking a bag in with us tomorrow just in case. Really? Like, yeah, just like not no. Uh, yeah, we're not we're not leaving any stone unturned. Um, so um, we got that scan tomorrow, and then we've got all the pre pre-operation blood work on thursday um so she'll go robin will go in get all the bloods done do get all the COVID tests done and all of that kind of stuff and then uh 
and then the big day on Friday. I'm so fucking nervous now. Like, there's no reason for me. Well, there is obviously reasons for me to be nervous. But I think the more I keep talking about it, the more I'm like, oh shit, no, oh god. And the bags then, are packed. The bags are packed. And then I didn't, I didn't pack them, did I, Tom? You uh, didn't. And then I, yeah, like we were sat having dinner last night. And we were like, this time next week, the boys could be home. Oh my god. Let's clean off. I'm scared. This is the first time I'm really really thinking hard. Um, yeah, even my like stomach's like turning a bit. <laughs> it genuinely is like my heart rate's up a little bit. <laughs> I'd love to say something supportive, but I've got nothing for you, mate. <laughs> What's your mum saying? Is your mum alright? Mum is loving it. Mum loves like the... mum just loves being grandma. Uh, and we're 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 the kind of like parents that are just like when you've got someone there, just use them, just dump everything on them, like fucking right, hundred percent. Like you know, if my mum's like, oh, I'll do this. I'm like, fill your boots. And she's like, I'll take them for a walk. Fill your boots. Go on. Have you got anything planned, or can you do anything like pre, like last day as a four? Yeah, maybe last meal a as a four. I don't know. We went out for to be to be honest. We went out for lunch on Sat Sunday with my mom, uh, and we were like we were laughing with the waitresses and the waiters that because we've been going there with the girls and they've seen them grow up and they were like, oh god, we were like we won't see you guys for a while. Like you know, we were just laughing like we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to come as a six or seven or what have and then we are. Um, so yeah, so no, I think well we might do a photo like a photo together on. Friday on Thursday, just like this is this is it type thing, but yeah, like I'm just I'm kind of at a loss with all. <laughs> I've got nothing left. Absolutely, Ian Beale. Oh my god, uh, yeah, I've got nothing. Um, so the so main part, main points of anxiety for me are feeding schedule. And somebody said this to everyone that keeps messaging us is like. Like any anyone, please keep writing in from social media with your questions or anything like that. Because one of them is like, how do you get the twins on the same schedule? And I keep thinking back, and I'm like, I have no clue. I can't remember. You know, it's like, um. So I think what we can do is we'll give you like live updates now as we're going week by week. If the boys are feeding on the same schedule every three hours, I think that's what we're going for every three. Yeah, you're, hours. Gonna, you're gonna have to keep them on the same schedule, aren't you? Because yeah. if if what basically if one wakes up. To feed, you just have to wake the other one up. Exactly, exactly. And then, as you feed them more, hopefully they get like two hours goes to yeah. three hours, that kind of thing. You force um, it, don't you? Yeah, just force it. And then, um, yeah, the the like, just this, yeah, just make everything is giving me anxiety. I just there's nothing else I can say really. I would love to talk about parenting, what we've done with the girls this week, but you don't know. It, right now, mate, it's inconsequential. this this is the first time that i've seen you and like i feel like you're having twins in in four days time this is like the first time i've spoke to you and it's like feels like it's hit home what i am trying to do is enjoy the time with the girls as much as possible now um because they are like their their speech is coming on a lot now and like they're at that. They're starting to get to that age where you can really communicate them. And like, yeah, know, they're like, oh, I'm like, do you want agua, water, or do you want this? And they're like crackers. And they're like, yes, you can see. Hold on, like, did you say aqua? Agua. 
Agua. Agua. Water. Is in Spanish? Yeah. What? Yeah, so we our girls call it ag. Oh, I mean, I don't know why. I, I honestly don't know why. We don't call it water. We call it agua. Okay. You've lost support. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate. Yeah, I basically lost support. Um. How do you think? How are the girls going to react? So we have a bassinet. We bought like a a mobile bassinet, a mobile bassinet to put in the lounge. Just so, because what we did with the girls is we had them in docker tops, basically like um, just on the table. Like when we were just all chilling, we'd just have the girls sat there. Yeah. But we didn't want them just sat on the side. So because we'll be making stuff on the side and all that kind of stuff. That kind of thing. So um, what we did this time, we just bought like a cheapish like mobile, mobile bassinet. And um, we've had that in the lounge, and the girls have been like babies, like keep pointing at the bassinet, being like babies, babies. So I don't know if they're like there's something going on, or they associate the the crib bassinet with babies. Yeah. But they do keep throwing stuff in there, so we're gonna have to stop that. Uh, but I think they'll be fine because it's not like we were saying this. One of our friends, other friend, grill guy, who's a yeah, I was going to say big fan of the podcast. He's a fan of the podcast. Um, just had a baby, and what I was thinking, they were, we were talking about when he brought, or the wives were talking about when they brought their kid home, and like they brought a gift for the other baby, the other kid, you know, just so he didn't feel you know left out. They were saying yeah. don't introduce it, don't introduce the siblings together when the baby's crying, because then the, the other baby associates all of this. One of the things I was thinking about with the twins is like they've not had to, they've got each other anyway. Like it's not like you're bringing, you know, okay, if you bring somebody else into their into their world, okay, it's going to change it. But then yeah. it's like it's not like they've had their, you know, your sole focus. Yeah, anyway. that's a good point. So that's really interesting. Uh, that you know, it's not going to be super alien to them to have somebody yeah. else in there. That's a good point. But I think they'll be fine. Uh, I think they're just going to be super inquisitive um, slash don't give a shit type thing. Um, because we, they're not... We, um, yeah, what about Matilda? Yeah. Well, well, Matilda, like it's funny you saying that because obviously you, you've gone twins to twins. We we With Matilda, obviously she went from having all the attention to yeah. sharing it with another two. So we got her a... I think we got her a doll. To sort of, and she sort of copied. She, to be fair, she had loads of dolls already, but she got her a new doll, and she almost copied when Jess was feeding. She'd pretend to feed, and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a bit of a nightmare for like a day, maybe two days, and then eventually got used to it. Okay, um, I think that helps, right? It's just a distraction. So you basically, Matilda got some got some dolls and stuff, and that helped with yeah. With easing the boys in, right? Well, whether it helps or not, I don't know. But she did have a... She, she obviously had a bit of a tantrum at first, kicked off for like a day or so. But then once they'd settled in, she'd like pretend to feed... Like we'd give her the doll when Jess was feeding and she'd pretend to feed her doll. Um, We've got a couple of cute pictures of her pretending to feed next to Jess. Um, And eventually, obviously, you just get used to it. I mean, mate, it was such a long time. We're like three and a half years down the line now. And she absolutely loves them. We're actually at the point where they're playing together. 
Um, Fond. Yeah, well, uh, mostly. Um, but yeah, at first, at first, mate, it's just the whole dynamic of the house changes. So we almost, with, with our house, what it is, is if Matilda's on side, weirdly, obviously she's the oldest, so you'd think it'd be the other way around. But if she's on side, the house dynamic is so much easier. Because really? um, if the boys boot off, so it's almost, a, they're easier almost than Matilda. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just because she's a bigger personality or what, but. Is that because they're boys and they've got each other? You can just be like, hey, stop. Yeah, potentially. Potentially. They are easier. They're more boisterous. Like, they literally are little boys. But, yeah, Matilda's a little terror. But I don't know, like, with you, with, with if you can get the girls on side, it'll definitely make your life, obviously, easier with, with the boys. The boys are probably going to kick off anyway, the babies, right? So Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm kind of fearing that our girls have been relatively straightforward. Uh, you know, after the birth, for sure. And I'm fearing that the, these boys are just going to be lunatics. From I just yeah, I can't believe I'm here again. <laughs> oh mate, yeah. mate. Well, it's happening. So it's happening. Yeah, it sure is. So yeah, so we're all. I think we're set. I think we're ready. I know Robin's. Robin's done. Robin's. Robin's out and off. Um, so Robin, I suppose, is at the point just physically where she wants a body back. Mate, you should see the state of her feet. Oh, oh. The old swollen feet? Mate. What, old hobbit feet? It's an absolute joke. They're getting worse. Are they bad? They're getting worse, yeah. Um, they are getting worse. So She was on great form last week, to be fair. She, great form. she hated doing that, but she was on great form. Um, she really did. Um one of the other things um, is I wanted to talk to you about is, is was there anything that you did? And again, obviously, I've been through it myself, but like anything extra that you did to support Jess after the birth? And I get it. I understand it was a long time ago. But like what I mean by that is postnatal depression, right, is a big thing. And actually, it, it's a lot more common in twin mums, right? Because of the twice the amount of hormones leaving your body and stuff like that. So is there anything as a as a dad that you did extra or that kind of thing? I'm thinking, how do I support Robin? The, the best. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a case of just like norm. There's no different way of, of supporting. Obviously, there's you've got more going on, but the more load you can take off, the more rest you can have, the more she feels that you're there. Yeah. The better, do you know what I mean? Like, there was, like, obviously little things like, um, I know Jesse's mum was really good um, for, for both births, like new pyjamas, uh, beds made. Do you know, like, little bits to make her as comfortable as possible? Um, and then the obvious thing is obviously just to try and give her a bit of time to herself. Yeah. But trying to get your lot all out the house. But, I mean, I mean, if you can get the girls out, you know, and the boys have a nap every now and again and she can just have a breath, yeah. um, even for an hour or however long it'd be. Um yeah. but I know what you're saying, it's 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 very, very difficult. Um the girls the girls Jess is, was great at having her own network, so I don't know if you've met people who are pregnant along the way at the same time, um, as you guys at the moment, even if they're not having twins. Because generally they will be up at night at the same time if they're feeding, if they're 
just up because the girls are, or the sorry the boys are, are whining or whatever up in the night having someone you can text and moan and sort of the strength in numbers isn't there so having yeah. having someone alongside that's sort of impartial as well because they're not in your house um yeah. you you guys will be right on top of each other won't you naturally so someone who's who's maybe not in the house to sort of text and support is always helpful yeah no that makes makes sense and i think that yeah that's one of the things i'm really conscious of is the baby blues afterwards and just seeing how i can so if anyone's got any ideas any thoughts on how i can help robin please uh fire those in but yeah no i'm just just conscious of that really more this is the first time Tom. this hit me like a sledgehammer so what does next week look like for you so next week like obviously well but so the the birth is hopefully this friday early in the morning i think with the second people scheduled so we'll have, we'll do that i think they're gonna keep you know minimum amount of time that robin will be in the hospital is like two three days so she'll be in and then all being well mate so what's that friday's day zero saturday's one sunday's two monday's three maybe home monday monday afternoon <laughs> Monday um, afternoon with your mum and your mum staying till mum's staying mum's here for a month a month yeah so my mum is here for a month so, and then Robin's parents come out after that for three weeks um so and then it's like the girls will be in daycare so that first you know in the morning it's just going to be a bit of a, a bit crazy if we get them out for daycare all of all of next week yeah um but you know, I think it's just going to be, I think we're going to try and just get into a rhythm straight away, uh, get into a, a schedule straight away. We were talking about, you know, this last last couple of days, like trying to, the, over the next days, just bulk, cooking loads of stuff so it's easy, all of that kind of, all of that kind of, kind of thing, just make, trying to make our lives as easy as possible. But I don't think there's a plan, is there? I really don't think there's, there's a, this is how you do it. I think we're just going to have to settle into it. We're going to try and do the feeding schedule 2, 5, 8, 11, and then 2, 5, 8, 11. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, once they get to three, four months, drop the drop the 11, uh, drop the 2, 2 a.m. feed and see if they'll go a bit longer. But, yeah, just getting back on that schedule. Uh, it's all these little things that I forgot about from the first time around. Is like uh, we used to have a logbook. Because obviously we're we're formula feeding, so you could the form the the logbook would have the girls' names, and then it would have how many poop, how many diapers have they made in the day? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. many ounces? How many ounces of of, of uh, formula have they they had for that that day as well? And I just even things like that have just coming back to me now. That I get the logbook set up so you can track it. Um, yeah. Not to uh, catch you off guard, but did you? You're obviously saying about making sure that Robin's okay post post birth. Have you you got anything in place or people that you'll speak to? I know that we'll catch up obviously obviously quite a bit. I um, have I not really, not really. Just just you, mate. So no pressure. <laughs> right, I'm going to work. Yeah. See you in a bit. Yeah, that's it. I, I'll save all of my my. I'll just download on you. I think about where I'm at in the process. Um, no, I'm going to take a month off. Of work. Uh, but yeah, I'll just download on you. Kind of fortunate because 
in that month off, right? And this is the positive way I'm looking at things. The positive thing, sorry, this is not the, the only positive, obviously, I'm having two boys, my family's grown and all that kind of stuff, but it's a great month to be off, right? September, a fantastic month to be off. The NFL starts again, right? I love <laughs> the NFL starts again. The Premiership, Premier League is on, right? The World Cup, Rugby World Cup has just started, right? And at the end of September, the Ryder Cup is on. Yeah. So, not a bad, not a bad, not a bad time, right? To be, to maybe be doing midnight feeds, 2 a.m. feeds, 5 a.m. feeds. Not a bad time to be doing that. TV will be on. TV yeah, yeah. Um, we've got our bedroom set up as well. We've got two chairs in our bedroom because the boys are right next, right next to us in the in the crib. The nanit camera and the nanit nightlight as well. So the 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 red light they have there is apparently one that doesn't wake the babies up. So we'll have that on. So when they cry, we'll just literally quick. Feed. I'll go run out, make the bottle, quick feed, back to bed. Yeah, because you don't want to be up up, do you? You want them to be uh, awake enough to feed, but. Not so awake that they don't go back to sleep. Exactly. It's just like this. Yeah, you just you try and make it as seamless as possible. Uh, but yeah, the baby Brezza is back. We're sterilizing all the bottles. Yeah, it's just like, I think we're just trying to do as much now just to get this shit organized. And are the is the setup at home, how far away are the girls from your bedroom? Uh, next door. So... The girls are heavy sleepers, though. Like we have the white noise machine on, um, so even the girls have always been. And touch wood, right? And I probably curse this, but even if I drop something outside their door, it doesn't wake them up. Um, so hopefully, you know, they'll stay. But then it, it's the other, it's the other way, isn't it? Like if the girls wake up in the eve, in the in the night, do they wake the boys up? And then yeah, scrambling around. Then. Uh, what are you dropping outside the door, mate? You still got shit hands of you. Messed. That was the worst hands. <laughs> the worst hands for a ten you've ever seen. Um, talking of rugby, you captain, Captain Tom. Yeah. Captain Skip. Skip. Went on a big. I'm on a power trip, mate. So be careful what you say. Are you? I was, was going to say what, <laughs> what? How many? Uh, how many erms did you do in your speech? Um, oh, mate. Did, you, did you give? Did you give? What did you do? Do you give like a big rousing speech? No. Nah. It's so it's so different, mate, to how it used to be. Like everything's so much more calm and technical. Everyone's like, yeah, you don't get psyched. Yeah, it's because like a lot when I was younger, I'd have been a lot more like trying to get fired up, like lower league type. Yeah, big big squeeze and stamping on the floor. Yeah. Um, No, there's a lot less of that. A lot less of that. I like I like good tunes on, get some energy up, and just go out and play. Did you win? We didn't win, no. We so didn't. Maybe, maybe you should do a bit big squeeze and uh, stamping on the floor next Yeah, time. I know. Go back to my roots. Yeah. Yeah, no, go. I'll have a think about that. Probably won't be here next time because we got beat, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And when does uh, when does the Premiership start? Not for a while, mate. We've got, uh, we've got another pre-season game against the Barbarians at the weekend. And then we've got five cup games. And then the Premiership starts. So it's actually, I don't know if it's actually post World Cup. Something it's like mid October. Okay, that's so that is. Getting... So it's, it's ages away, mate. So um, 
still like playing sort of like uh, mixed teams, uh, trying to get some young lads some game time, making sure that we don't get to the Premiership and everyone's like feels yeah. like they've played seven games before the season's even started because obviously the Premiership's the big one. So <clears throat> it's a bit of a weird one. It's a World Cup year, isn't it? So yeah, honestly, man, I don't. I, don't, I feel exhausted. I don't think I've got anything else to talk. Well, I'll be honest with you. I feel like. Well, I I just feel like my week's fairly standard. The kids are off, et cetera, et cetera. But like in my mind, overwhelmingly is the fact that you've got another set of twins coming on Friday. So it almost just, it seems, I can't remember what word you, insignificant. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say that your life's insignificant, but it is right now. Compared to yours, Josh. Compared to mine. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I'm just a bit shell-shocked today. I know. I mean, I could tell you I went to the same park that we've been going to all um, summer holidays. Yeah. For the past six weeks. Nice. We've seen nice. the same dinosaur show at Hatton Country World about nine times. <laughs> Hang on. First, firstly, did did, uh, did did any of the boys get on stage, and did they remember Charlie's name? <laughs> or name? They didn't. They went. They put the hand up, but they didn't go on. Char- Finley is still calling Charlie Johnny <laughs> and getting stuck into him. Love that. Um, so I had them chanting at the table. Before. Jess has had a guts full. Like she's so ready for them to go back to school. Oh, I'm sure. Or preschool or whatever. And I got home just being an idiot, trying to be the fun dad. And I, uh, I said, should we make some, uh, what do you want for dessert? And they're into like yogurt and honey at the moment. Okay, nice. So I was like, oh, John. Uh, yogurt, honey, and some granola on it. And Charlie was like, no, I want yogurt, honey, and poo. And I'm like, that's funny. I'm having that as some crack from a three-year-old. So I started chatting, yogurt, honey, and poo. And Jess is absolutely fuming with me, looking over at me like, will you come and sit at the table, for God's sake? Got all the kids chatting, yogurt, honey, and poo at her. She's like, oh, my God, get me back to school right now. Everyone's asking Jess, which is... uh... Which is which is the most difficult kid to control? <laughs> the, the one that my mother-in-law had. Exactly, pathetic. Yeah. But hey, you've got to have a laugh, haven't you? You can't have a mate. You either laugh or you cry. That's where I'm at right now, and I'm and I'm on the edge of crying. Do you know, I've to... got some advice for you before you go in. Go on. Haircut, shave, get yourself feeling yeah. like kind of good slash better. Like a million dollars. Yeah. I'm gonna need a million dollars, aren't I? You are, well, yeah, you are. Yeah, um, that's funny because some of our friends' wives—they've just had, gave, I think, had kids as well, or had given birth—and they go for like full blowouts before the, you know, get the nails done and all this before they give birth. I'm gonna do it. Mate, I'm gonna go back sack and crack for you. I think there you go. Bleach, I mean, uh, yeah, get the back. <laughs> oh god. Oh. Tom, 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 Tom. Well, I'll see you next Wednesday. Let's do next Wednesday. Even if next Wednesday is a short episode, let's record next week because I'm going to, firstly, one, I'm going to need it. Two, I think we'll give the people what they want. It should uh, change the name of the podcast to Twin Dad Therapy. Yeah, maybe we should. But and we yeah, should mention, but... if you haven't seen already, oh, we yes. have released some... Swag. Items of clothing, some swag. Some, some swag, yes, we have. This is, like, we decided to to release this swag because 
it's a community, right? You know, being a twin parent is is a special thing. Being a parent in general is is very special, but being parents of twins is, you know, we get it. Okay, it's hard. You know, it's it's different. Um, and as a twin, as a twin dad, in specifically, um, we wanted to create. You wear it like a badge of honor. Ah, you just stole the word right out of my fucking mouth. Um, yeah. Um, it, you can wear it as a badge of honor. Uh, and when you're walking down the street, you see another twin dad, and you're wearing your twin dad hat, your hoodie, your crew neck, or your t-shirt. You can be like, I get you. I get you, man. My uh, mum. My man, my man. So if there's any uh, any twin mums that are listening to this out there, this is a perfect gift for your husband, for your boyfriend, for whatever, uh, for your bit on the side, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, or even if you know, if you don't, you know, if you know of uh, an expecting twin dad or an expecting twin parent, this is this is a swag. The the email address is um, we'll put it in the in the link or the bio or whatever it's um the twinlife-store.com um and um yeah much much appreciated um anyway that was another fantastic rather lethargic shell-shocked episode of double trouble the twin dad podcast and i will see you all actually firstly thank you for everyone that's been on this journey so far i think we started this podcast when i told tom we're having another set of twins and you've all been on with us every step of the way so we're there. We're finally there. I'll see you all. We'll see you all next week, and I will be a father to another set of twins. Good bloody luck Thank in the you. next few days. Thank to you, you, I'm Robin. Thank and we'll see you on the flip side. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.